0: Acting is one of the most competitive and unpredictable career paths to have. To talk about it, I have invited actor Akshay Dogra to the show. He's seen the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. This also happens to be one of the deepest conversations I've had in a very long time because Akshay opens up about the struggles that he has to face, to find good work, the financial impact that the lockdown had on him, the new show that he's coming out with called Ramyuk. But most importantly, he speaks about his journey and the hardships that he had to face to be where he is today. Listen to the entire podcast because there's just way too much that you learn out of it. Bye. Welcome to the show. Let's start with Ramyuk. How did this happen?
1: Uh, hey, thanks for having me on the show. I uh, basically, uh, you know, I was doing television at the time uh, when I think they were they started casting for Ramyuk, uh, which I had no idea about, honestly. Like, uh, I was... It's, it just so happened that, you know, I was planning to quit television to okay. figure out, you know, a much larger canvas for me to explore. And, um, uh, you know, there was a lot of, uh, you know contemplation on my on my behalf because you know television is such security i mean it has so much security but then it also has complacency and then you don't grow as such creatively in that field unfortunately so hmm. i was like at the cusp of leaving and i was like Kuch hoga. I, ghar hai, but lekin ab, matlab, i'll have to venture out and see what's there for me just during that time, uh, Jogi Ji, who was the casting, uh, you know, who was casting for this film, uh, he's the main casting guy for the film. He was casting. Uh, when I went there, uh, they gave me a script which was not Ramayan. And uh, basically, I asked them what character is, what is it, it, what is it. They said, hai, ye karna we can't tell you anything else. If it's I was like, okay, hmm. TK, okay. So I gave my uh, take, uh, I gave a couple of takes, Jogiji wanted a couple of more things, so I gave that and uh, then just like any other audition and I've said this before also, you know, if we give about a hundred auditions and a lot of actors have said this, you give about a hmm. hundred auditions, you get probably shortlisted for two. If you're very lucky, you get shortlisted for five or six, but if you're just average like me like no real luck and you're just working 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 and one day it'll hit uh two short lists and maybe one yeah it w- it's happening so uh so i completely let it go i gave the audition and i was like i get a call and i was like presently surprised that uh, they said that this is a film that uh kunal Koli is making and i was like wow okay Looks like I've sort of uh, hit something uh, great here. So, uh, so I I went to meet him, and he's such a great guy. Like I really really liked working with him, Kunal sir. And uh, you know I sat down, and that's when I found out that he was making Ramay. Uh, so he told me at that time I actually was supposed to do Indrajit's character. Uh, oh yeah. So, I was happy for that also because I told him, I sat down in front of him and I told him that, sir, uh, you know, the thing is, I am excited because I want to, like, I started, you know, I started as an assistant director in films and left completely, like, films were left behind, so... I was like, sir, I just want to come in and take in the experience and learn. Because a lot of things have changed now in filmmaking you know, And I just want to experience that. And so I'm okay even if you give me like a six-scene thing or like a two-scene thing. I'm all right as long as I get to experience it. So uh, I was super, super excited about it. And I went back and uh, a week went. And I signed the contract for that character, in fact. Uh, Yeah. uh, negotiations happened for that character All of all, everything happened and then I was like ah, chalega, chalega, sapu chalega, Okay. and then suddenly like he, I get a message from him one day and this was just like my last month left in the in the show that I was doing at that point of time uh, for Balaji so hmm. you know I'm uh, I'm just sitting and suddenly I get a message from Kunal sir and he says that uh, I need to talk to you can you call me I was like what the hell what happened man <laughs> I call Hmm. him back and then uh, he basically, um, you know, tells me that, uh, so I've been thinking, I don't want you to play this character. And I'm in my head thinking, damn, I was this close to making it, man. And I mean, shit, it was such a great opportunity. And I'm thinking all of this and then suddenly he tells me, no, I want you to play another character. It has a few more scenes. Would you be interested? Hmm. (laughs) I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, sure, of course, whatever it is. So he goes there and he tells me actually it's Lakshman.
0: Wow.
1: And I everything freezes for me. And I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <kya ho> hai? <laughs> ye ye, ye ka, Where did this come from? <laughs> so so this is me responding to his would you. So will you play Lakshman? And this is me. Oh. Well, sir, it's not Ram, but sure. <laughs>
0: So that is how you got the character so... <laughs> This so... is as, this is as good as it can be yeah. for...
1: So I was I, I was uh, you know on top of the world, and I couldn't tell anybody honestly. I mean, you know, but even because I was leaving the show, there were a lot of things that were happening and over there. And so I was like, this was completely secretive. I still somehow managed to keep my heart healthy and not have a heart attack in all of this. Uh, And then I think within a month, we renegotiated the contracts and we did all of that. Earlier, I was supposed to, you know, we were supposed to, they were supposed to start shoot in 2018, September. And I was supposed to go in October. And uh, then suddenly, I, uh, you know, I was told that I'm going to be leaving in September. And I was, this was something else. And then I spent like three months in Mauritius. Uh, oh, you yeah, shot it there. We shot it there, all of it. Like the, whatever you see naturally, like whatever you see the scenery, it's all, hmm. it's, all it's all natural. Nothing is CG, except Ooh. the palaces and all of that is, uh, of course, they. Y- uh, yes, of course, that is. Hmm. But everything else uh, is all all natural, all Mauritius, which is. An exceptionally beautiful place and uh, I was around exceptionally wonderful beautiful people and you know for me in fact I'll be very honest with you I was going through a really dark phase in my life during that time and this happening for me was a, a blessing It was a complete blessing.
0: I wanted to also talk to you about the dark phase that you were mentioning mm-hmm. because I remember last year I was reading articles about, you know, the financial struggles due to the lockdown and mm-hmm. the issues with payment in the TV industry right. and struggles to get good work, all of that. Is it something that is improving now due to the digital age or do you still think it exists a lot?
1: Look, I mean, I mean honestly, the thing is that because of COVID, because of the pandemic, Hmm. everybody's hit really badly. Now, I we, nobody knows the real picture, how much money there is in the market, uh, and who's getting how much money and what is happening. But honestly, uh, you know, it, it's a business and everybody's trying to do their best in hmm. this. But of course, I mean, it's always like this. It's, it's, you know, who wants what more? It's as simple as that. So as an actor, what do I do? I want money more or do I want work good work more. so that decides whether i'm gonna get good amount of money or i'm gonna you know uh do something for like pittance you know uh Hmm. that gets exploited i mean it's a natural thing and it's nobody's like really out to get you but this is the way things are uh nobody's gonna call you and say okay so we're casting you and hey you deserve this much money so here take it you know, mm. this is a very strange industry. Like there are people, I, you don't get money for the caliber you might have. You get money for the, the associations you've had, you know, so to speak of. Like a film mm. star would get more money. A film actor will get more money if he comes to television, even though he might not be as good as the person who's in television. It's an unfortunate, un you know, sad reality of the way we, we perceive things as human beings in our country.
0: So, and what about and what about the digital space that is developing look, now, the, even with OTT platforms?
1: The thing is that digital space also, like digital space, has made its own niche, right? So it's it's now at par with like not exactly at par with a great films, but it's at par. Like it has hmm. its own uh, place in the you know world, and it has respect. A lot of mm. people, in fact, because it's more international than the kind of films that we make, right? So, yeah. the kind of stuff that we're trying to make uh, on, uh, on on the digital OTT platforms. So, they they have their own uh, pedestal that they're standing on, All you know? So, everybody's vying to stand on that pedestal. Everybody wants to be there and everybody wants to do that kind of work and be respected. At the end of the day, everybody wants respect. Chahi TV you're an actor ho, ya TV ka technician or a film or an OTT. Ka ho. OTT actually, they don't really care. They're like, they have trying their own <laughs> path and they're more like, we've come from IIT. IIT, 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 we've all created it. So loom
0: now loom we make the decisions.
1: Ab tum loom loom loom.
0: I, I remember watching Permanent Roommates. We were in India, ka one of the first web shows at that time. Ka. And since then, it's been what it's been about six, seven years. And the difference that I see today is insane. And the opportunities that there are, it's so difficult to believe how fast things are changing. And also, all the biggest artists are coming to the digital platforms, which is amazing. And the stories that we get.
1: I remember uh, Netflix wasn't there, no OTT platform was there at Hmm. the time. Uh, YouTube so uh, TVF used to have the QT happening, at yes, the time. yes,
0: permanent. This is a series back. This, TVF. I'm
1: talking about 2010
0: 2011. Mm-hmm. So nothing really
1: had happened except like these small skits that these guys were doing, uh, mm. you know, uh, during that period. So Mm -hmm. I I remember seeing that and I remember that YouTube, they used to have these short films, three, three minutes and four minutes. People used to, abroad, like people from uh, Europe or America had been putting in these short films. And I remember looking at that and then suddenly it just just hit me that this is going to be a big space. And I remember talking to a producer of mine. I, you know, I was sitting with them and I I remember telling them that, guys, uh, I didn't have the expertise at that time. I just had the intuition that this is going to be big and i i remember telling them guys this is going to be huge what you could do and which today is the ott platform we could create our own channel we've got to empower a lot of producers and you know give them uh, the money to make their content the way they want to and we give them space to put it up and we make revenue through whatever, like the, the way you know the internet makes revenue. So mm. I remember saying this to them and they were like, Yeah, yeah, so you do it. And I was like, I, I don't know how to do it. You guys are producers, you guys have been in this industry for such a long time. I I let's do something about it. And it's like, okay, you create something. And it's like, and then of course it fizzled out. But a few years later, you know, Netflix came into the market and then just everything exploded. And, um, yeah, I, I think what really exploded everything was, uh, pictures, hmm. was also, yes.
0: which yes. I
1: think, which was, I, I really liked the first season. I really liked. So,
0: yeah, it's an amazing show, honestly. Yeah. And then again, one after the other TV have just dropped such amazing shows now aspirants before Kota factory yeah, and it's just blowing up. It's such a fascinating space to look at at this point. And now you coming into the space. I also wanted to talk about your web series with Alt Balaji, I feel.
1: Yes. Yeah. I had
0: read news about one of them coming out. So, uh-huh. yeah. Is it in the books? It's mm.
1: it's there. I mean, we have some patchwork left. I can't really talk much about it because okay. I'm sure they, they would want to uh, do some. Uh, promotional activities around it whenever you know it's ready and mm. it's ready for release but at this point of time we were supposed to shoot like whatever was left of it uh, we'd already shot it like completely but there was there were few days of patchwork that we needed to do in march and you know things started getting really bad uh, again so you know we're still sitting and waiting uh, for things to get better and when they do we'll uh, go back on the floor and finish it and uh, hopefully it'll come out
0: okay yeah. So that is something that I'm looking forward to. But before we move on to your journey that I want uh-huh. to know about, let's uh-huh. just go back to Yog for a minute. Can sure. you tell me your experience about the pressure? Because you were in a way recreating Ramayana
1: uh-huh. from
0: uh-huh. the early 2000s, 2000s. And it's a part of a history which is so important to the entire country. Did uh-huh. you feel the pressure while making it? Or was it a fun experience?
1: You know, uh, so I'll... Personally, for me, when I uh, when I went through the script, I read the whole script, and uh, when I looked at it, my first fear was that i kya karo as an actor. Oh. Uh, you know, when uh, what I see, what I saw in the script, and what I see, and I'll tell you something. I'll give you a personal uh, this thing on it, and what I saw uh, finally, what came out, I was there. Like I was pretty much there. And Hmm. uh, so my fears were, my original fears, which I'll tell you, uh, it sort of connects back to being a television actor. So um, this will probably sort of merge with one of your questions for my journey, which has Hmm. been. So, but the thing is that when I was doing television, I, you know, I started as, as as they call in television, the lead, right? My Hmm. first show was a lead and it was opposite Shweta. And, uh, you know, after that, like things just went down the, down the hill and I just got like parallel leads or I got like, suddenly I started getting hero ka bhai, you know, uh, and, you know, for lack of work, for not getting work uh, from anywhere and to, you know, to make, uh, you know, ends meet, I, I had to take up a few jobs and, uh, uh, I've had people like at higher up places, you know, come telling me that this is a hero that is be a hero. Nahi sakta. Like people literally telling me to mainly nahi sakta, on my face. Oh, people uh,
0: from the industry from or the people industry, that no. you meet randomly?
1: No, no, people from the industry. Like oh people God. meet, I meet randomly, they would always say, why aren't you a lead? Or why haven't you done, hmm. like, uh, you know, why haven't you helmed the subject uh, hmm. so far? Like, you're, you're such a good actor, you're this, you're that. But you know, unfortunately, people in the industry thought otherwise. Like they only saw, you know, that that's the myopia that we have. That you know, we only see what we see, and we don't see potential. Unfortunately, uh, so uh, us, us would I say, like I had my own insecurities, and I, you know, that's why I charted out into doing negative roles uh, oh. for quite a long time. But my my whole journey. I played Hero Ka Bhai even if I was playing negative. Always. And when I ended okay. up doing, when I got this, I was like, this is ultimate. This is the ultimate Hero Ka Bhai. I mean, uh-huh. I've been running away from this and this is what is, like, this is what I've uh-huh.
0: been
1: <laughs> Now, where do I go from here? Now it's Now this, So when I first first blow was that that I am again like the thing that I'm running away from is what is coming to me over and over again and then on top of that it's Lakshman Mm -hmm. I can't make changes like the fact my fear so uh, what I always did was I always went off script whenever I did something whenever I played something I -hmm. always went off script to shine to be Mm. able to make my character stand out even if I'm not the lead you know, uh, hmm. unfortunately, I had to do those shenanigans because I was in television, uh, hmm. and television it works. The more you scream, the loudest voice wins, so to speak. Of so for
0: sure. Television yeah. is a different subject to discuss altogether. Yeah,
1: so I I basically call it peacocking. So I did a lot of peacocking when I was doing television, which you can't do in films or on uh, the OTT, mm-hmm. which I'm learning not to do. Now I'm I'm not peacocking anymore. You know, I'm keeping to myself and less is more and all of those things. You know, you have to undo all the harm that you've done to yourself, so to speak of. So when Hmm. I read that, I was afraid that I can't do anything. I cannot go off script. I cannot uh, play him differently. It has to be the way it is. So uh, initially, I was like really scared. But we had a few readings. We kept reading. We kept reading. But what happened with that was when I spent time with Diganth in uh, Aishwarya. Hmm. And when I kept reading our scenes over and over again, I realized just one thing. First of all, I had a connection with Digant. Like I literally hmm. had a connection with him. So it was really easy. I was protective of him. I really like him, you know, as a human being, as a person. And he's a great friend now. And, hmm. uh, you know, uh, and Aishwarya is so sweet. And I was protective for, for uh just automatically. It just so happened that I, I sort of imbibed that when I was, you know, uh, during the film, uh, during hmm. the shoot of the series now, the series. Hmm. And... Uh, I realized one more thing that whatever Lakshman did came from the heart. Hmm. It was out of love and dedication towards his brother, right? So Hmm. you don't need anything else. So any action, even if it is anger, comes out of there. Which is so
0: visible in your entire performance. That is what I mentioned the first thing that we started talking.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It is one thing that I like the most about your character is because you're coming from TV. So I'm being honest, I just have a general notion Mm -hmm. about TV actors. So I thought, okay, there's Mm -hmm. not much to see Mm -hmm. from you here. But you were the one that stood out, which just is a cherry on top because your performance coming from the learnings that you have and now changing so much just shows how much effort you're putting into the role.
1: Yeah thank you so much for that i mean it's always uh, encouraging uh, to uh, be able to get uh, such such uh, wonderful to hear such wonderful words about your own work nahi uh, milta itna sunne you know but uh, I'm I'm grateful for whatever. Like a lot of people have come up, you know, sent me messages. I'm not going to say like thousands of people have sent me messages. I don't know what has happened uh, with the show, uh, with the series. How many people have watched it or not? Uh, mm. That's still speculative. But whatever whatever love I've got, honestly, has been good. People have been honest. People have told me that they didn't like certain things about the show, about the series, which is which I I am I'm more than willing to you know I I take it uh, hmm. with you know great uh, I'm I'm happy to take that also that kind of criticism as long as it's positive criticism it's not negative like the ones that I was mentioning oh. um, the abusive ones yeah. but uh, yeah.
0: That is criticism that no one should get. Because that's not even criticism. That is just people spreading hate. And yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just not nice. But anyway, let's yeah. go back to your story. I, I'm so curious to know about uh, your journey. Uh, uh-huh. Let's go back to your college days. When did you decide that you want to be an actor?
1: So I didn't I didn't want to be an actor. I okay. uh, it's a very so you know when I I till my 12th. I basically didn't know anything in life like I was just I, I always you know say this to a lot of a few people whom I've actually had this conversation with that I was I was blank till I was in the 12th standard I oh knew nothing God. I never read anything I you know I just followed blindly whatever everyone was doing in fact I mean if I look at it I was numb during that point, I was a zombie at that point of time. And okay. post 12th, uh, you know, a shift happened. I fell in love with my uh, now wife. And, you know, th- when you fall in love, the world looks, you know, you look at the world differently. And of course, when you don't get that love, because she, she wasn't interested <laughs> in me at that time. You look at the world really differently. Okay, now
0: I can relate to the story. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: So I basically, um, uh, I ended up, uh, you know, started reading and, uh, you know, my first book that I ever picked up to read, the first book Hmm. that I ever picked up to read was actually uh, All the Prime Minister's Men. That was a book on... I think it was a gossip piece on Indira Gandhi, I, I really think. It okay. wasn't really, because it had it had stories, you know, inside stories from Indira Gandhi's time. And then the next book was Jeffrey Archer's A Quiver Full of Arrows. The third book that hmm. basically just like completely opened my mind up was uh, Robert M. Pasek's uh, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. And that just like blew me over. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Whoa! (laughs) I mean, existentialism and metaphysics, and you know, philosophies from you know I've never heard of. And uh so I I started digging in deeper. Freud happened, uh, Kant happened, Jung happened, and uh, Foucault, Michael Foucault, all -hmm. of these things happened. And then poetry happened to me. And then poetry just like took me to another level. I I love writing, but I mean I haven't written in a while. But I'll. That's the one thing I can just write at the top of my head.
0: That is something in common between the two of us. I write novels, so yes. so that is one thing that I can relate to. Telling stories and listening to stories is something so beautiful and magical. Yeah, that I think we all should do it a lot more. It Absolutely. just brings out the best in us, all
1: of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I try. I basically, I mean, so my son, he's five years old, and he loves reading. And wow. uh, I love reading with him, so you know, but thanks to him, I've all the books that I'd never ever ever touched. Many charts the Nagaraj or Super Commander Dhruv, and all of this. So, I never really actually read the good stuff. Uh, oh. I'm reading like nowadays, I'm reading it Blighton with him, and uh, I'm just amazed. I am amazed, like I look forward to it. Every night before he goes to bed, I sit down and read two chapters with him. And I'm just like, wow, we'll read the next one tomorrow. <laughs> Can't wait for bedtime again.
0: So are you from Mumbai? No, or... I'm from Delhi. Oh, you're from Delhi? Yeah, yeah. And you came to Mumbai after college?
1: After college. So basically, finished college, I did BCom, uh, which was a big mistake. I should have done English honors. Uh, I I feel the only reason I can't really write right is because Hmm. I don't have the uh, practice Hmm. that uh, if I were if I were doing a course, which was, you know, which I was interested in, which Hmm. is like at that time, English honors and there was nothing else because we don't have we didn't have so many options at that time. I understand. So if if I had done English honours, I would have been interested in doing my, you know, doing my work, doing my homework, doing my assignments, which I never did in three years of college. And yeah. I just barely passed, like 25% was needed to just pass, although you failed. Yeah. Uh, and essential repeats would come in. So first year went into second year, 25%, 25, 25%. I had to give first year and second year all the exams together. Then third year came 25, 25, 25%. And I had to give all the exams together again. And oh, wow. That was when I was like, if I fail now, I will be stuck here forever. I do not want to be in Delhi. Mm. I feel like so Delhi is some Delhi is a very decadent place. It's just there is something so heavy about it. I just wanted to get out of there and and, and just feel free. You
0: you are the first person from Delhi that I've met who doesn't want to be in Delhi. I don't. I mean I, I have I, I have met people who fight with me because Delhi is better than Mumbai. But me being from Mumbai, I always say, no, excuse me. This city is better. (laughs) Why Why do you feel that Delhi is not that good? Look, the
1: Delhi I came from, I don't know, it must have changed now. Uh, I mean, my parents are still there, but I hardly go there. I go for like two days, three days, not more than that. Abhi, for the first time in my life, after like, I don't know, 20 years, I was in Delhi for a month because of the lockdown. But otherwise, I mean, that too, I was at home, so it was all right. But I I just feel there is something very heavy about the air over there. Uh, You know, the Delhi that I was growing up in was still very, very dark, was still extremely, you know, there there was a very, the underbelly was out and about. Okay. You know, uh, during the, this is, I'm talking about early 2000s and, you know, late 90s. Hmm. It was still okay. a place of really unrefined uh, people out there, and you know there were there were a lot of things that were that, that were happening. Just like it was just randomly happening. There was no refinement to to no politeness to things. Uh, might have changed now. Delhi has developed, of course. I mean, I go there. I can't um, for the life of me. It's not the same Delhi at all. Okay. I love the Delhi of my childhood days. That okay. I love. But I do not like the delhi of my teen years, of my of my post-adolescent years. Uh, okay. 10th, 11th, 12th and uh, college.
0: Okay. So That's... during three years of your college, you decided to take up acting? Nope. No. Nope, no. Nope. Oh. oh, so, <laughs> so you've I... been... Because you didn't make any plans. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: no, no. So there was no plan for acting ever. So basically, okay. the thing was that I had started writing, but uh, you know, in college, I, hmm. I used, I used to. Uh, so I started writing, and you know, me and my friends, we started writing stuff, a lot of stuff. Tried to figure out. Chalo, film banate, film likhte. We had no idea how to write a film. Uh, hmm. I wish I had pursued that more with probably a few IITians and I am I, I <laughs> would have. <laughs> <laughs> made it by <mine> now. <laughs> but unfortunately, I had none around me. But yeah, so I I happened to know Deepak Tijori through some uh, you know through my uncle, and uh, he said, to come Bombay, come So I came to Deepak Tijori, and I said, "I have this film idea in mind, and this is this is the story." Uh, hmm. And he said, "Do one thing, you do." So he gave me a few ideas, and he said, "Go and do it." And that was when I was finishing my third year. Okay. And I just like, I was like, hai, hai, and, my, and then by then he was making his first film, Deepak Tijori was directing his first film. Oops. Oh. Uh, so, so my uncle spoke to me. He said, Yeah, I'll just call him, ask him. He'll assist me in the film. Oh. I was more than happy to do it because the thing was, I have a huge ego also when it comes to writing. So, <laughs> I was like, If I'm going to write, I'm going to oh. direct it. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to let anyone else. Change what I have written. <laughs> so, so, with <laughs> that intention in mind. But I then,
0: guess, did reality hit you? Ki change ho jata hai?
1: Reality never <laughs> hit me. Reality hit me when I became an actor. Oh.
0: But, you
1: know, for so, so I did three films as an assistant director with him. Hmm. Uh, you know, his first three films I did as an assistant. Then I had to go back to Delhi for a brief period. I was a journalist for some time, I, I worked in CNBC and NDTV. Oh, yeah, you,
0: you have also done our job and you're already doing your job. <laughs> I mm. <laughs>
1: No, I was never good at the job that you guys do. I was never a good correspondent at all. Like I remember, I think it, the decision was mutual from CNBC TV 18. At that time, CNN IVN was just launching and mm. Ritu Kapoor and I had a mutual uh, decision that I don't think it's working on. And I said, yeah, it's not working out because I'm a horrible, horrible correspondent. I do not know how to do research. I do not know how to ask questions, uh, the right questions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just don't see a point in a new story, in a future story. I just don't see the point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. okay. By the end of this, I am going to dive into self doubt. Well, let's continue. <laughs> No 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 you you're going great because you know the <laughs> right questions to ask so like you've got half the
1: job done and the rest of it is just editing it down. But then when I met uh, I met uh, uh so I went to NDTV and I had a meeting with uh, At that, that time she was there so hmm. uh, you know I then I started I told her that I'm not a reporter so don't please don't get me into reporting and she said so what do you what can you do i said i'm good creatively i'm good with edits and i'm good with that so maybe she made me a producer okay so i did india there was a show Primetime show india 60 minutes i don't know if it comes now it used to come at 9 p.m at that time and um uh, we the people so i handled we the okay. people uh i did some camera also over there but you can't really call it cameraman you know cinematography because it was just operating a camera with pressing a button that's it and okay but yeah, did that for about a year and a half. Directed some pro, you know, promos for them. And then I was like, "Could get back to Bombay? Can't happen. <laughs> Delhi, ha. I'm, I'm becoming an alcoholic in Delhi. I can't, <laughs> can't be here. I can't
0: okay, now we have something in common. Now I can listen to the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I, um, so I head back to Bombay. I come back hmm. to Bombay. I, I start, you know, I get a job with the uh, DJs. Uh, you know, they've made a lot of shows. They made "Bani Gyapni Apni Baat, Jasi Jasi Koi Nahi. Mm. So, so, they came out with a show called Radha Ki Betiya Kuch Kar Dikhayin. It was a fairly well-received show on mm. NDTV Imagine. So, I was an EP over there for a very brief period. And I realized that's also not my cup of tea. So, okay. I was like, okay, now, now, we're coming to acting, okay? So, I was like... <laughs> I got to quit this, got to go mm. back to my first thing, which I was very excited about, which is direction. So mm. I went from office to office, like Rakesh Roshan, um, and this one, oh my God. I've forgotten his name, Vinod Chopra. I was like, I got to work with the big ones. I got to understand, you know, mm. from, from them. So mm. of course, nobody was willing to take me. So, uh, one day I was just stepping out of the studio and, mm. uh, some some guy came, knocked on my car. I, was, I just borrowed my Masi's car and I knocked on the car and said, are you an actor? And mm. I just said, yes. Oh, And that's how it happened.
0: Oh my god. You won't believe. I have been in Mumbai for quite a long time now. And mm. I have had flatmates who have been aspiring actors for, again, years. Yeah. And they go door to door for an opportunity. And an opportunity came to you.
1: But it's, I don't know whether I should call it an, uh, you know, opportunity or a curse came to me. Because, you know, I'll be very honest, when I got that, Hmm. I bit the bug, right? Because, so I I went, I gave the audition and somehow it happened in, you know, they auditioned like 200 people. And somehow the director, producer, director come producer liked me enough Hmm. was... And I'm very grateful uh, to him for that opportunity. He gave me gave me my first show, which was with Shweta. Uh, and, you know, we we uh, did that show. It went off air in like three months. Oh, God. But I got the taste of it. The life. Mm. I, I could not go back to a job again. Because, you know, you, you go on the set, you have a makeup room. You have, you know, people who are giving you chai. Who, giving hmm. you food, who give you food, who are calling you sir and calling you... But you have no responsibility other than just do your thing. Ha, just your showing advice. up.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: no, not just showing up. Show. Acting is not just showing up. But no, then, my
0: job is just showing up and talking. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, I was like, how do I go back now? I can't go back. So i got to keep going forward i'm not a great hmm. actor i wasn't a good actor at that time uh, at all and i'm still not like a great actor but i'm learning
0: and I'm, I'm evolving i don't know back then i don't know now you are now i wouldn't take that you're not back then yeah, i would come now you are now don't say that you're not
1: <laughs> i'm i'm just see i'm competent enough to to evolve and i'm intelligent enough to evolve and to no okay i've got to do this year i've got to do this year i've got to do this year but there are so many things that personally i feel like okay i need to learn more but hmm. the thing is once you get bit by that acting bug you you can't go anywhere else and then it starts and it started for me like a lot of rejection a lot of rejection like i told you earlier you hmm. know people saying that you're you'll never be the main lead you can't ever be you don't you're not this you're not that um, i've had it's not just like a up till recently, there are, and this is how the industry functions, like if you're not a, you might fit perfectly for a particular character, for a per, mm. a, for a particular role, but they want a face, so to speak. Of. they want. Is, a big,
0: it, a big... is it the same for television actors trying to get into Bollywood? Because, uh, you know, I work in the media space. I know a few people hmm. who told me that they were not selected just because they are a television face. Listen, a
1: it, it can happen. It's very, I'll tell you what, it's very, it's it's a two-edged sword, uh, sword, you know. It's just so double-edged sword because the thing is that you look at, you a good actor can get lost in a television show because mm. the format is such like i have seen i have uh, there, there was a show that i was particularly very very proud of uh, you know my second last show uh, show that i did and there were certain scenes that i was extremely extremely proud of
0: mm.
1: and when i looked at those scenes again mm. i cringed because the music was garish mm. the music took the scene somewhere else you know mm. and the cutting was in such a way that it has to be in your face jarring, right? So when all of the those things p- are put together, your performance gets lost in that. And you start looking garish, you start looking loud, you start looking like something is, you, oh my God, this is so uh, theatrical and so filmy and all of that. Whereas what you've done is probably way better than like a lot of people would have done in a film. Hmm. But unfortunately, it gets lost, and you can't ever show that to anybody. Also, like I have, I have struggled to after I quit, and you know, once I did Ramyuk, After Ramyuk I sat at home for like uh, I'm, I'm technically sitting at home only. Like there's just one more show that we are working on, which is the All Balaji Show. Otherwise, I don't have work. You know, I've I've I'm looking for work. I've been trying so hard to you know get that and people keep asking for a show read and I don't have hmm. anything to show I've worked for so many years and I have nothing to show hmm. so you know you you end up not having anything. i luckily I did a Google ads ka ad, so I usually forward that to people that you did. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Quality laughs> <actually. laughs> can you had...
0: can you not just make something on your own? Yeah, we, uh, creators hai, videos
1: yeah man I'm, you know, I'm not from the, that this era hmm. I'm not I feel so lost in this social media era I feel extremely extremely lost and and kudos to you know these all of these youngsters who are making so many making so much digital content it's unbelievable I am I'm from a time period where the cell phone wasn't there.
0: You know? ah, you're
1: 39, which is yeah. oh. I'm from a time period when the cell phone, I mean, people adapt and do a lot of things, but I'm from a time period where books had meaning to them, where writing a page had meaning to it. Hmm. And like, there was, it wasn't like instant gratification. It was something to rue over, something to just sit and just think about and then then go for it, you know, hmm. slowly. And now people are like, idea, panadia, idea, panadia. I can't do it. I just can't keep up with that piece. Like there are a lot of times I feel like I need to get rid of my uh, iPhone. Like I'm going to go back to the Nokia 3110. <laughs> Plugging it in. Nokia 31, Nokia. I mean, if you guys hear it,
0: please send it over to me. No, but going going back to the same question again. Yeah. So uh, you got your first show. And yeah. then it got shelved in three months. Three and, months yeah. and then again, you started looking for shows. Yeah. So, is this the entire process that you've been following throughout? This
1: is, this is how it is. Like if you don't make it, if you're hmm. not a name, it's it's as simple as that. Like I cannot I cannot put it in any other words. If your if you've made it, and that too, us be a drawback. When you've made hmm. it, when you're a name, you will get. Hmm. Your your lifeline will be uh, during that period. Your lifeline will be like three or four years. Hmm. You will get some work. If you ek television show. for okay. If so, your show is over. Three, four, five years. Like you're lucky. You will make a house. You'll make like you'll make lots of money. Hmm. I just wasn't uh, content with. Any of that, like I, I, I always needed to feel alive by doing some content which was, which was worth the effort, which was, which was, uh, you know, in a way challenging me.
0: Hmm. Okay, so you need creative satisfaction, is what you're
1: trying totally, to say. Yeah. Okay. So, and also, like it never happened. My the longest show that has gone on for me has been a one and a half years. Like S P R, which went on for one and a half years for me. And Mm -hmm. Varish went on for one and a half years for me. Other than that, all of my shows have been three months, three months, three months, three months, three months. And uh, nothing more than that. So I've not been lucky enough also, in a way, you know. Uh, It's just been my journey. This is my personal journey. Somebody else has been, like, there are are people who have been lucky enough to have worked, like, constantly. uh, From Mm -hmm. one show after another and never been out of work. There have been people who have been completely out of work. And that's how it is. You just never know who's sitting over there. Like, I mean, there were, like I said, there was somebody sitting in the channel for a big GEC channel who never thought I was worth the time.
0: Hmm. But again, but again, when I look at your career, I still see that there are a lot of shows that you've done. And even today, you have successfully transitioned yourself into a digital mainstream actor, Mm -hmm. right? So
1: I hope so. It's
0: no, yes. You still have you. You have already delivered one show. You have another that's coming out. Yeah. There are a lot of aspiring actors that that's... I have been in touch with who are struggling to get to that position of yeah. getting opportunities. Yeah. So, what is your advice to them? What should they do?
1: I mean, uh, honestly, it wasn't something that I aim to do. I just aim to do good work, and I just wanted to wanted to. So, my I wasn't even thinking about getting into OTT, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was, it was very, very, uh, it just happened. My, so my thing was that I'm going to quit television and I'm going to start uh, looking for work. Uh, I'm going to look for ads. I'm going to look for uh, films. I didn't have my I I had completely like, because because this whole thing of, you know, television actors, I mean, I've also heard this. It's not that hmm. I haven't heard this, but it's not like people haven't considered
0: television
1: actors. off. Hmm. Like at least we're getting calls. You know, we're getting there a little bit. We're getting calls. We're doing the auditions. And then you, you know, when you, it's, and it's all about familiarity, or, or, you know, honestly. Like mm-hmm. uh, ca- casting guy like Mukesh Chabra, or, you know, uh, uh, there are so many out there. Shit, I don't want to single him out. But there are a lot of casting people. And how many people will they entertain, right? Hmm. It's only like if you start to know a person, you start to really know that person and you don't look at that person as a television actor. You then start seeing that person as a person and you, you sort of spend some, invest more time on that person when you're doing an audition. And you say, aise karke dekhte, hai, isko aise karke dekhte hai, and somehow it just fits and you get the part, you get the role. Hmm. I just, I'm, I think I was born to do stuff like Ramyuk. Because I am, I have that kind of a, you know, physical uh, physicality uh, that I I pull off such things with, you know, much more ease than let's say my very good friend Barun Barun Sopty, hmm. who who can pull off, uh, you know, uh, uh, slice of life characters. Hmm. You know, it's, he's more uh, easy uh, on the on the eye in terms of that. Like he's more, you know, he comes in and he's more subtle and everything is more smooth with him. I am more in your face when, you know, no, I don't think I could ever enter a frame and be lost in that frame. And hmm. I'm not saying that from a point of, you know, hu, But it's my physicality. I can't do much about it. I'm a really tall guy. I'm a big guy. I have a very sharp face. You know, there there has been a director who once like rejected me because I had a harsh face. He thought that I have a harsh <laughs> face. So, and I I was like sitting at home and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, my face harsh and then I'm asking myself, why my face harsh?
0: What does it mean to have a harsh face? I don't know. What do I understand? If this face is not handsome, then we leave it <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, you not know, perceptions. to experiences, to it yeah. you know. Sometimes you just, like personally, I, you know, there will be people, I, like, I, uh, Aishwarya Rai is beautiful. Hmm. But for me, she isn't beautiful. She's beautiful, okay. but not beautiful for me. Like, for me, somebody uh, who is more imperfect is beautiful.
0: Hmm. You know? Not conventionally good looking not is beautiful good to you. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, makes sense. So,
1: okay, so then everybody has their own opinion and has their own uh, this thing. So you can't really take it personally. But yeah, that day, yeah. I was like, yeah, my harsh face, what do
0: no, because that is something that you cannot change. Abhi yeah. <laughs> uh, no. But talking, talking about Barun. Hmm. I I have not watched a lot of television other than Tarak Mehta honestly. Mm-hmm. And Sarabhai was a Sarabhai. So yeah. I was doing my research today and I hmm. saw YouTube videos of you and Barun together, I think it was <laughs> Ispyarko Kya set, yeah. and you you two were just fooling around. So, how yeah. was that experience? And is it something that happens on every set?
1: Not, not anymore. You know, we've also grown up now. Hmm. Um, we were younger at that time, I was 30 at that time, hmm. and um, we, and you know. Uh unfortunately and I really feel bad for the journalists, you know, who mm-hmm. uh, who come on the television sets to uh, you know
0: take interview. that mm-hmm. to,
1: for interviews because they have kya kya baat kya <laughs> TV TV actors ko koi seriously, nahi leta nahi, to, unse ye nahi ki, what do you think about the political state of our country? Unse koi ye nahi ke, what do you think we should do for the betterment of society? Nobody asks these questions to TV actors. know Mm. even if they're a smart lot so
0: was that was that an amazing experience something that you still cherish of course
1: of course because you know the thing was we never took these interviews seriously we always like
0: that was so evident (laughs) actually if i'm being honest i was slightly scared that are you going to (laughs) take this seriously
1: (laughs) i'm too old now (laughs) Now, I mean, of course, our sense of humor is also changing. That's also because Barun and I were together. So we did that stuff. I mean, it's not always I did. When I've done interviews alone, I've been very serious. And I people have been very, like, who've had that experience with me, who've hmm. thought that um uh, Akshay, the, so show your funny side, be funny with us and all of that. And I've been extremely, like, hmm.
0: uh,
1: proper <laughs> with them. So they've they've also, but it's because the company that I have. If if I don't have the company, then I won't uh, Hmm. go into those shenanigans.
0: So before I let you go, Mm -hmm. just tell me what is your future plans? Do you have any five-year plans at this point? Are you planning something for your career?
1: I have plans to produce. Uh, I'm in the works to uh, make that happen. Uh, hmm. hopefully by next year, something you know uh, would come out. Uh, I have plans to do something with the Diggy Diganth, uh, who's with me, uh, who played Ram in hmm. uh, and uh, planning something. I mean, it's still in the nascent state, so uh, you know, planning to produce. I mean, I've, be, I've been told a lot to get back to writing and do some screenplay writing, I'm too lazy. Uh, maybe I'll write some screenplays too, but uh, I, I do hope acting keeps happening. But like I mean, everything is you know, COVID has taken such uh, such a turn that you know everything seems uncertain at this point of time. Which way the future is uh, heading? But uh, still, we got to do what we got to do, and uh, then see where it takes us. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna quit everything, become a monk.
0: Okay that's, that's I am plan. I am in on that plan
1: <laughs> I will on social media ask people uh, to follow me into a cult
0: <laughs> That would be so cool imagine yeah. and we'll also take sponsors just yeah. in case to yeah. the funding coming in yeah. and I'm totally in on that plan
1: Done <laughs> Thank you so much bhai I All right no problem just thank great you so much time
0: on the podcast right. yes. and so lovely having you Yes Before you leave, make sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast so the next time when we come live with a new episode, you'll get a notification.